Hey, 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 property podcast, property profit podcast followers, Dave DeBow back at you today. Zooming in from beautiful North Carolina, we've got a real estate investor who's doing something a little bit different, and it's called Upset Bids, which I hadn't heard about until I met Sally Gimmon, and Sally is going to be talking to us about that and the big advantages of doing that. So Sally, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dave. I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me. My pleasure. So Sally, walk us through your your path, your journey so far as a real estate investor. When did you start? Why did you start? What inspired you? Uh, I originally started real estate investing a little bit longer ago. Uh, it's kind of funny. I read an article in Sports Illustrated years ago about Arnold Schwarzenegger doing tax liens and tax deeds. Really? Um, I, did, I never, I, I heard about Arnie doing apartment buildings. I didn't know he did tax liens and tax deeds too. Interesting. I, this is, I, I'm going to age myself. Back when I was in high school, I was at a dentist's office and it was an old sports illustrate. And I'm like, I, I had to go to the library to get finished reading the article. But when he first came from Austria, he was a bricklayer and he was laying brick at some very expensive houses in Hollywood. And he asked the gentleman who owned the house, he goes, I'm in real estate. This is the cheapest way to do it. So I originally, when I got laid off from uh, back in 2004, I worked, I was a, a director of research for monster.com. I moved to Arizona. I had a 401k that didn't have much money in it. I self-directed that 401k and started doing tax liens in Maricopa County, uh, uh, Arizona. It's yeah. three yeah. years. You have to have all three tax, uh, tax liens so then you can uh, foreclose in the house. My specialty was going after people who didn't, you know, not, not the homeowner, but the investor who didn't get the tax lien. So I would get the next two tax liens and then send them a letter in January saying, I'm going to get the third tax lien or pay me the tax lien plus an extra $2,000. So I grew my 401k quite, quite nicely doing it that way. And all thanks to <laughs> Arnold, I, I, I can't even do his accent. Yeah. Well, okay. So slow down for a second there and, and explain this. So most people don't think tax liens, tax deeds, they're thinking about, you know, online or, or in person, they go buy one of these things, they get a return on their investment, especially if it's a tax lien, uh, tax deed, you know, you get the property and you do whatever you're going to do with it. But what I understood you to say is you were focusing on the investor who bought the tax lien, right? right. Not the deed, the lien, but who didn't keep up the payments for the next couple of years or, or what happens that correct in Maricopa County. Uh, this is again, so this is Arizona, area. right? This is Arizona. Correct. Got it. Um, so let's say it's your house. I'm sorry. You're, you're not paying your taxes. I, I paid one year's worth of tax. The, uh, they send me the bill or they send me the option to buy the next tax lien. Got it. If me, the invest, investor doesn't take that option. If there's a record of it, and then I would go in and I'm like, oh, the, the, these pe the people living here aren't paying their taxes. They're the still investor, not paying their taxes. Okay, yeah. The investor's not keeping up on it. Let me take over. The, the, you know, so maybe, maybe it started in 2000. I started doing this in 2008. Yeah. So it would be you know 2008 tax lien that somebody has. I bought 2009, 2010. And then I would send the investor a letter saying, hey, I'm going to get the third tax lien. I can foreclose on this house. or Pay 16%, you know, still a nice return. You don't get that at a bank. 16% for uh, per year plus an extra $2,000. Every single time I did that, the investor's like, 
I'll pay you that money because you know the house is worth a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars. They're going to get it for so much cheaper. They're like, why? Why wouldn't you go for the third third tax lien? I'm like, I, my mom lost her house when she was six years old in Ireland. She asked me never to foreclose on someone. So uh, yeah, I kept my promise to my mom. Well, hey, good for you and smart, smart, smart. Kind of finding that little. It's not a loophole, but it's something that probably nobody ever thought about. So again. I haven't done this before, so forgive me if this just okay. sounds like basic questions. But so the first guy that bought the the first tax lien on this property, the homeowner still hasn't caught up their taxes. They're still okay. delinquent. So the first guy hasn't made any return on their investment. They're just out whatever they they're, pay. They're holding a tax lien to get the sixteen percent whenever someone pays those taxes. But they correct. they haven't they haven't gotten any sixteen percent. Right. Yeah. They have not gotten the 16 percent. Yeah. So they've they've just got this tax lien making zero percent ROI because nobody's paid the bill yet. Correct. The next year you go in because they haven't. The the original tax lien holder hasn't paid the bill. You go pay the bill for just that particular year. Then you do it again the following year. You pay that year's tax. But by this time, the original homeowner is now three years delinquent. So the person that owns those three years worth of tax lien certificates can now legally foreclose on that property. You weren't interested in waiting for another year or going to the first year guy and, and trying to buy his tax lien. You just wanted to sell yours to the original guy, make the 16% annual plus a $2,000 kind of smart Sally fee. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> figure this all out. I should have done more, but I was happy with $2,000. Yeah, no, yes. that's all right. So at the end of the day, the original investor who bought that tax lien can now foreclose, legally foreclose on that property, right. own it for, as the sexy sayings goes, pennies on the dollar virtually, right? Correct. And they've, they've got this whole deal and you've made a nice little return in your self-directed IRA for your trouble, right? It, cool. Exactly. All right. Now I get it. it my, my IRA, I can't touch it till I'm 59 and a half, and I'm still waiting to touch that. So even though I've got white hair. Well, you got a lot of years to wait, I'm sure. <laughs> but exactly. And, you know, I got around the promise to my mom. One investor, yeah. just one investor that I did this to, he had three different houses all on the same block that he let, he, he, I don't know if he didn't know what he was doing. Probably not. But, he, yeah. but I mean, I made you know, $6,000 plus uh, the 16% on each of the houses. I still have in Maricopa County. Um, have you ever been to Phoenix? Yes. You know, it's the desert, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. This is West Valley, 75th Avenue, way out there. A mega church was built. Um, and I don't know, it was a family trust. It was seven pieces of property. Honest to God, each piece of property, I didn't even spend $1,000 on all seven pieces of property. I have two years. I have 2014 and 2015 tax liens on it. Finally, the family, the I don't know whose trust it was, they figured it out. Every January 1st, I go out to celebrate New Year's Eve. I get an extra 16% on less than a $1,000 investment in my IRA. I get nasty letters from them about every four years going, you've got to sell this back. I'm like, pay me the 16% per year. And my... my my friend who's a real estate attorney, he's like, let me just send a letter for fun. I'll make them pay my uh, my fees when they finally pay you off. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. It's raw land. Now there's all these houses built up yeah. all around this church. Who knows? I, I, 
I don't know what they're going to do, but. So what, what did your, so that's kind of how you got started. You got in this kind of creative version of tax liens. Hats off to you for that. How have things progressed since then, Sally? What have, what have you been focusing on the last 15 plus years? Well, my story changes a little bit. Um, I'm living in Phoenix. My mom and dad are living in Goodyear, which is 20 miles west of Phoenix. 2018, my parents drove from Phoenix to North Carolina for my nephew's wedding. Along the way, my mom got sick. She got septic in the blood. She was on a ventilator for 13 months. Oh she was God. in the hospital for 15 months. She got better. She came home. Thank God. But um, I was going out to their house three, three days a week to do their mail. I can remember the exact date, December 2018, the gentleman who went around the corner in the golf cart with the ugly plaid shirt. Her Medicare bill was 27 pages thick. I opened it up. Uh, they're folded in half. And it said for one month in the hospital, her uh, statement for Medicare was $172,000. I'm standing there going, oh boy, I'm in trouble. I'm, I'm working uh, on commission and also salary. I have credit card debt. I have student loan debt. My brand new three-week-old car, I went through on a, a green light. A guy ran a red light, T-boned me. I had no insurance, so I had two car payments I was paying. I'm like, oh, I need to change my life. So standing in my parents' kitchen, I called my friend Glenn, who was a real estate investor. And he's like, hey, we're having a party next next week, uh, next Saturday. We This is right before Christmas. We've got a Christmas uh, thing to do. We'll be there later, but go to the party and meet people. I don't know about you, Doug. Be walking into a party by myself. I I have to psych myself up for that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm like, not a super social party kind yeah, of networker. Exactly. I'm like, going into where I don't know anyone? Well, it was the best decision I ever made. Um, the, the gentleman who ran the uh, group in Phoenix, they were very friendly people, everything else. Um, because I had my 401k, they, they, I, I could buy the education. I started investing in notes, um, and in bank owned properties. Uh, my first deal I did in February of 2019, I bought five, uh, one working note, two non-working notes and two bank owned properties. And I just wholesaled them again, all through my 401k. So I'm going to live nicely when I'm 65 years old, but not now. <laughs> okay. So all of this stuff through your 401k, um, are you doing, and, and how did that solve the problem for your mom? Cause you got Correct. this huge bill. My, 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 thank God my, my dad was retired military. So they had TRICARE for life. Everything that was happening for her was taken care of. Oh, so for this me, was just basically a wake up call for you that crap huge. could happen and you got to be, got to be ready for it. Exactly. A huge, huge wake up call because at the time I had a $8,000 deductible for my uh, Medicare insurance. You know, I know you're in Canada. You guys don't have to worry about that. It's a huge bill in the United yeah. States. I'm like, what am I going to do? I, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I need to do something different in today's dollars. So again, back in February of 2019, the two bank owned houses, I wholesale them you know, na na nationwide. The, I paid back my 401k, but the profit I made off of that went into my pocket so I could do different things with that. Good. So what are you, what are you doing these days as an active real estate investor outside of your 401k? Uh, again, uh, with what I was working with, with the notes, in July of 2020, I took down the deal of the week. It was a bank-owned reverse mortgage. So unfortunately, the woman had passed away. Um, it was in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. My brother who lives in Charlotte, uh, Rocky Mount's an hour west of Raleigh, about three hours from where my brother lives. Yep. I took down the contract for $20,000. It was going to go to auction. 
for $50,000. I'm gonna make $30,000 spread on it, but um, it was middle of COVID. So everything was shut down and I had to wait 13 months. Hmm. Um, if you don't mind me telling this part of the story, I, in my real estate group, there's a gentleman named Garrett Gunderson who wrote a book called What the, uh, what the Rockefellers Do. The book's got a new title called What the Billionaires Do. My background, competitive intelligence, I started going through the book. I, all the names, you know, Googling people, calling people. I found out about the trust. And uh, with this property, I bought it with my LLC. And after I bought it, I put it into the trust. You know, I had to do two simple bill of sales to do this. When it finally went to auction, August 28th of 2021, it started at 50000 and it went up to $64,000. And I saved $10,550 in capital gains. And I've never looked back since. Um, I staying in Phoenix, I came out to my brother's house for Christmas of 2000, 2021. And I said, I'm going to stay here for three weeks because I wanted to try to do these uh, upset bids. The, I found out about this. It's a strange North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So ex explain this because this was, we were talking a little bit offline about yes. this. Uh, it is a upset bids. So, upset so bids. you moved to North Carolina from Arizona. You've decided to. I, I'm here just for Christmas for three weeks. I, that, that's all I was going to do. All I right, won two right. houses over Christmas. So that this is why I moved here. In North Carolina. In North Carolina, correct. Got it. Okay. Uh, um, in North Carolina, in two counties in Pennsylvania that I know of do upset bids. Anywhere in the United States, you go to an auction. Um, the house is being auctioned because they haven't paid their taxes. It's being auctioned because it's foreclosure. Anything happening. You, you go to the auction, people bid against each other. You win the bid. You have to, I depends where you are, how much money you put down, but you have to pay for that house super, super fast. Right. Not in North Carolina. There are 101 counties and you have to know the rules for the different counties because some are 10 business days and some are 10 calendar days. So Charlotte, North Carolina, large city, that's Mecklenburg County. I literally live four miles from the South Carolina border and 12 miles from downtown Charlotte. So my county is Union County. They're 10 business, they're 10 calendar days. Mecklenburg is business okay, days. Okay, so whether it's business days or calendar days, you got 10 days for what? To, to come you up go with the in, money? You have to go in in person. You can't do it over the phone. You can't send a letter. You go Bring in and you're check. gonna upset the bid by $750. Okay, so let me understand this. So mm -hmm. basically you're saying, just these two counties in North Carolina do this or every county? All, in all the counties in North Carolina do this. It just this. depends on whether it's 10 business days or 10 working days. But bottom line, what they're saying is, so let's say I'm the original, let's role play here so I understand. Okay, sure. I go in and I bid on one of these auction properties and I win the bid. And let's say for easy numbers, it's $100,000. All right, okay. just, just so I get my head around that. Okay, so I've, I'm assuming I had to pay the hundred thousand dollars pretty quickly. Did it? Did I have to in, come in up? North Carolina? You've got to pay it that day, right? Okay, then so and that there. so yeah. I've I've given the state or the county my hundred thousand dollar check. Most places wouldn't I now have ownership of that exactly. property, but not in North Carolina. So not in North Carolina. No, you got my money, but I don't have ownership yet, and so Correct. then you, then you what have happens? to wait that upset bid window, whatever the window is. I think what happened over Christmas, people from uh, Mecklenburg County know it's 10 business days and they're doing the upset bids, but Union County is 10 calendar days. I won two houses. Just to give you an idea, one house, it 
It's middle well, of COVID. Well, let's, let's back up. Sorry, Sally, I keep stopping you, but I want to make sure. sure people understand how this works. Okay, so I'm the original bidder. I've put my hundred grand in, 10 day, 10 business days, 10 calendar days, whatever. You're telling me that somebody else can come to the county and overbid me by a minimum of $750. Correct. In other words, you could come in after the fact and put in a bid for $100,750 and steal my bid out from under me. Is, is that what Correct. I'm understanding? Correct. So now, you, do I, the guy get notified of this? So, so does that restart a whole bidding war? It starts a bidding war. You who paid the ten thousand, the hundred thousand dollars, you can petition the court, the uh, uh, clerk of the court. That's who you go through to say, "I want my hundred thousand dollars back. I'm not bidding anymore." That takes two weeks. You get your money sent to you in a check. So you you do have that option. So my first one I won. It's it's middle of COVID. It's only tax tax liens. So this woman, her first name's Trudy. She died March of 2016. This is uh, she, uh, in November of 2016. She has a daughter in Charlotte and she has a daughter in uh, South Carolina. They didn't pay the $3,000 in taxes. They let a two bedroom, one bath house, brick house go, go away for taxes. People yeah. have been upsetting the bid, 750, 750, 750 every 10 days. I go in and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess this up. I just got paid on this other property. I, I put in the bid for $89,000. When you upset the bid, you're gonna love this, Doug, uh, Dave. When you upset the bid, you only have to put 5% down. Mm. And you have 40 days to pay the rest of the money. 40 days. 40 days. Jeez, it hardly seems to be worthwhile to be the first guy making bids in, in that situation. I don't, I don't understand why people do it. I, I, I do, exactly. Yeah. But, but but when people are taught how to do auctions, they don't know North Carolina rules. Right. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so again. So what, so what was the original bid? You went in at 89. What was the original bid? The original what, bid was, and I don't have the right figure, but let's say it was about fifty uh, $53,000. And how much had it been bid up every 10 days? $750. $750. Just so one it time. Started at, it started about $5,000 with taxes and fees and everything. Back in, uh, let's say they started doing this in... Uh, January of 2017. Okay. So this kept going and going, $750, $750. And when you look at the file, you can see who's been bidding it. It's three people who are bidding against each other for, right. for the past, what? Uh, three. Four or five years. Three, five years. Correct. So I went in literally December 23rd. I upset the bid quite a bit. It said, this is what I'm going to do. And the person who I upset, he asked me, because he came from Charlotte, he's like, it's 10 business days. I'm like, no, Union County uh, is uh, dates. So December 23rd, even though there was Christmas, even though there was New Year's, those dates were counting. Hmm. I win this house at the ARV uh, after repair value is worth $140,000. And you got it for 69, did you say, or 89? 89,000. 89,000. All right, got it. Um. I, I don't know if uh, Ria, there's a, a, a investment group here called Metrolina because mm -hmm. uh, Charlotte and South Carolina uh, re real estate investment group. I, I'm a member of that. I just put out an email saying this is the address. I don't. I haven't been inside. I can't tell you anything. I'm selling this for ninety five thousand dollars. You've got a wiggle room inside of that forty five thousand dollars to fix the house. I had five people. The you know, first person who replied to my email, I went with them. But five people in less than one afternoon, like we want it, because 
There's nothing. So at this point, Sally, all you've put down is 5% on the $89,000. So you've put in whatever, four grand for, for rough numbers. You put in four grand and basically you wholesaled the deal in your local RIA and you got your four grand back plus $5,000 finder fee, basically for wholesaling this deal. Am I understanding that properly? Exactly. And I I do, I I let the people know it is a, um, oh, what do you call it? A double blind sale, a a double, double closing. Yeah. They have to pay me up front so I can go to the courthouse to make the rest of the payment. And then the next day I give, I, I give them the paperwork for the house in so I, I, I won two of them over Christmas. Um, my brother and sister-in-law have a beautiful five-bedroom, uh, three-bath house. All, everyone's moved out. My brother's like, hey, if you live here, uh, we're going to charge you $500 in rent. I'm like, yeah, deal. <laughs> All right. So what year was that? This was Christmas of 2022. Okay. So, so I, I go back to this, Phoenix. I, not I, not I very long ago. A few months ago. Six months ago. Got I, 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 I'm more... I'm sorry, 2021. I've been here for a year, just a a little over a year. Got it. But um, I came back, uh, different counties I go to. There's another county. I can't pronounce it. They're going to make fun of me. I call it Cabarrus County. It was a mobile home with an EPA, uh, environmental protection uh, thing. There was a hole in the roof and two holes in the ground. It had to be taken care of correctly. Two and a half acres on the main road from Concord, uh, North Carolina to Charlotte, which is eight miles away. I got it for less than $8,000. I sold it to a builder, two and a half acres. I sold it to a builder for $40,000. He's just like, I can't get any land like this. He's like, where are you getting this? I'm, I'm not telling you. Not telling you. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'll tell you what I got my next one. Awesome, Sally. It sounds like you found a, a fun niche there and and uh, these upset bid, was that an upset bid situation? That was an upset bid. He knew about the EPA. He knew about the trailer and it had to be taken care of. He's put in four condos on there. He built four condos. He's keeping them, renting them out. He's making money. I made money. It, it's just, it's no, no, a beautiful it's a thing. So is that what you're planning to do moving ahead is keep doing these upset bid type situations? I, I, I go to the count. I go, there's certain counties I go to. Um, everything was shut down. They, yeah. I hate, I hate to talk about bad things about people, but Dave, nothing got foreclosed on for three and a half years mm-hmm. in my county, in Union County, not the county, just my zip code. The pre-foreclosure list has 229 houses on the pre-foreclosure list. Nothing's being foreclosed on. A friend of mine who lives two ca- in the same county, but two zip codes away, on her pre-foreclosure list, there's over 340 houses that are going to go, you know, May 15th, um, what was it called? The Public Health Emergency Act. Uh, now they're going to start foreclosing. So literally, I I walked into the county courthouse, maybe May 20th. I, I, I forget what the date was. It was five custom built houses that were already in the upset bid mode when everything shut down for COVID. So there were only four days. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you the f- figures on this, if you don't mind. We need I need $157,500 in three days. So you talk about other people's money um, because I have trust clients. I, I asked some of my trust clients, hey, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to get five custom houses. When you zillowed the addresses, two of the houses were $1.2 million and the other three houses were worth over $800,000. You know, I, I, gave, I gave one of my clients the thing. He's just like, where do I wire the, uh, he goes, I'm going to round it up to $158,000. Just make it easy. Where do I wire it to? We won the upset bid. 
the weekend before uh, Memorial Day weekend, so three weekends ago, we we had a real estate agent do open house on all five houses. You know, some there there's some punch out work still to be done. We sold all five houses for over. I, I, I'm going to give you these numbers over four point five million dollars. My friend got his money back. Here's the money, and then all the profit we're splitting it uh, e equally between 50, each other. 50. Nice. I, I'm I'm making over six figures on just that one that, that just that one deal, and I I'm so excited. Sounds like, it sounds like you might be making over seven figures on that one deal if if you got it. You know, paying out the real estate agent, paying him back the money, things mm -hmm. like that. I, I I'm not complaining. I'm making great money on this deal. And <laughs> my my friend who he he's in uh, he's in Georgia, and he's just like, find me more deals like this. I I want to do course. this. You know, I'm just like okay, yeah. I'll, I'll find it. So that I'll that is it. fascinating, Sally. Time flies when we're having fun. What? Oh, yes. uh, what are some of the much. challenges that you're you're facing moving ahead? Have you got any 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 glitches coming along? Um, what I'm doing here in North Carolina, I, I'm loving it. I I know I did it purposely, but at Christmas this past year, my family always made um, homemade cookies. So I had five different kinds of homemade cookies, and I took it to the ladies at the different uh, clerk of the courts in five different counties. Smart. They love me. I mean, they're just like, <laughs> here's a file, Sally. He doesn't do this. For I, I stay out of um, Mecklenburg County where Charlotte is. It literally is a three wing binder and people fight over it and hide things. And I'm like, it's, it's just not what it's not worth my time. You go, the, you go to the counties where there's less competition. It, exactly. You know, and, and you know, I have, I, I, when, when I filled out the paperwork, my, my uh, cousin's husband, I guess he's my cousin. We were moving a car in Sitka, Alaska. And I, I had a, um, who does on, on star GMC car. And a phone call came in about we were closing on a, a, a note that stopped paying me when COVID yeah. happened. We were we were foreclosing on this. And uh, my cousin Eric's just like, I'm retiring. Can I start investing with you? So I have him as an investor. I have yes. several of my clients from the who have trusts who are putting up investments. This sounds a little bit morbid. One of the things we won was a Baptist church with a graveyard. I have no interest in doing this, but one of my investor uh, uh, guys, he's going to, he's coming up here to unfortunately tear down the church and he's going to make the graveyard much, much nicer. And he's like, do you know how much you can sell each plot of land? I'm like, that's your, that, that's your wheelhouse. I, there I just you go. Yeah. So, okay. So he's, he's the real estate he's getting has got some very permanent tenants in it. Exactly. Sally, if, if people want to find out and connect with you, what's the number one way for them to find out more about you? Um, I, with what I do with the trust, it's, it's, um, they can contact me, uh, with the trust and then, uh, just talk. What's to your me. website address? It's going to be the trust is you.com. So the, the help That's, with the safe on the capital the, the gains trust is you All yes. right. There you go. Well, Sally, thank you very much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun and congratulations. I appreciate Dave. I'm sorry. Day. I talk so much. No, it's good. It's an interview. All right, everybody take care. And we will talk to you on the next episode.